Hello, everybody. This is Patty Negri, and welcome to The Witching Hour. I have a great guest for you. I have the author of Tarot by the Moon, the beautiful and talented Victoria Constantino. But before I introduce you to Victoria Constantino, um, let me catch you up on this week. If you are listening to this the week we first drop, which is the week of November 8th, 2021. Yes, it is almost the end of the year. And yes, we had Halloween. But if you were listening to it that first wake on the Where is Patty Now? Patty's home. Patty's home for three whole weeks. I know I've been traveling literally every week for at least eight weeks now. And I'm home for three whole weeks. I'll get to know my husband and my dog and my cat again. I'm, it's fabulous. And then I'm on the road. But for right now, I am here. In Tuesday, um, oh, I just got back. I just got back because remember, I've moved time and space during this. So I'm taping it just before and I'm airing it just after. But since you are just after, I just got back from my secret, secret investigations with Elton Castillo and the TFIL boys. So if you were there or you were online, you know that we went to the Millennium Biltmore downtown, the very haunted, very fancy Millennium Biltmore, the presidential seat suite, mind you, the one that costs like 10 grand a night to stay there. But everybody you know can fit into it. It's got three monster bedrooms and kitchens and dining rooms and many different living rooms and so many ghosts. They call it the presidential suite because like presidents stay there, lots of presidents, rock stars, movie stars, and again, Big in life, big in death. So um, I don't know what they are yet, but I'm sure we got some amazing experiences. And some of you were there with us. So a very rare chance for you guys to hang out with Elton and Corey and myself and Linda the Ghost Hunter in really haunted places that most of us don't ever get to. So anyway, we just got back for that and it was fabulous. I am not having a class this Tuesday, my regular University Magicus class on Tuesday. I am not because I'm actually filming a television show. I probably can't talk about that yet, but it's good. And it might have something to do with the Cecil downtown. Mm, but you have to wait for that one. But I am on Sunday, my Sunday class, I'm starting another one of my series. I am doing a three-week seance course a certified seance course on how to properly do seances. Um, hopefully most of you who take that have already done my mediumship course, but we're going to work on the mediumship end of it. We're going to work on the raising the veil on it. We are going to work on the proper way to speak to both the ghosts that we talk to and the living people around the seance table. So this is a rare first time. Um, so if you are interested in it, go to universitymagicus.com, U-N-I-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y-M-A-G-I-C-K-U-S.com and see my series. And we have lots of other great teachers there as well. So if you're looking for that sort of magical, supernatural, spiritual, left of center, right of center world, check out my school. It's brand new and we're doing really, really great. Um, other than that, I am in town. I'm in town for three weeks. But three weeks later, because this is stuff you kind of have to plan for, Thanksgiving weekend, I will be in Virginia City. Yep, 
Virginia City, that very haunted, every show goes there, I go there, with Spirit Realm Network. We're going to be stuff where people can come live and join us for investigation and seance, and we're going to be live streaming. So that's Thanksgiving weekend. Right after that, December 4th and 5th weekend, I'm going to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area teaching at one of my favorite metaphysical shops, Miracles of Joy, in Louisville. Um, all sorts of magical witchy classes and seances and great me and you and a nice little thing right at Miracles of Joy. If you're interested in that, go to Miracles of Joy website. Okay, now it's time for my favorite part of every day, the Willow Report. This is my little princess and we're going to talk about her first Halloween, her first Samhain. Yep. I wasn't here, so I actually had to get the report from my husband, Carrie, because he was home with the Willow and the trick-or-treaters. I live in a Hollywood Hills neighborhood that's really big on Halloween and trick-or-treating. People come from all over. We actually set up stuff um, for grown-ups, for kids, tents, music, libations for adults and for kids. And this year, we even did a um, Dia de los Muertos, a Day of the Dead theme, where people had them bring their ancestors of their pictures and photos and celebrate. Very witchy of my neighborhood, I must say. Very pagan. But anyway, this was Willow's first trick-or-treat. She likes the doorbell to ring. She likes little kids. She's not that well-behaved yet, as you know. We still have flunked puppy school and are still working on proper training. So my husband had to spend the whole night holding the dog or telling the kids to get their own darn candy because every time he opened the door and there's a bunch of kids out front, she would try to run out. She'd run out of the house and then she'd try to run out of the gate. And then if the gate was open and she doesn't know no and she doesn't know stay and she's yawning. So the Willow Report is by next Halloween. She's going to know no and she's going to stay and she's going to have fabulous costumes that she's going to grow into. And she doesn't want to do this anymore. Okay, I'm putting you right over here. Look, I tricked you. I fooled the dog. Fooled the dog. It's not easy. That's it for today's Willow Report. Bye. And for this week's Animal Rescue, we are going to talk about Harvey's Hope Animal Rescue. It's based out of Hudson, New Hampshire, but it's licensed in New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. It's all run by volunteers, and they've saved over 1,000 dogs with a network of foster families, veterinarians, and trainers. So check out Harvey's Hope Rescue and go get yourself a new pet. Donate if you can, volunteer time if you can, and take home a dog or cat, or two, or three, or four. Go wild. But watch out for Halloween. Okay, today I thought I would talk about bed magic. And not quite as exciting as it sounds. Maybe it is exciting as it sounds. Um, but we, so much of our time is spent in bed. It really is. They often say a third of our life is spent in bed, and I would like to know a person who actually gets eight hours sleep, because it's been decades since I've got eight hours sleep. I don't even want eight hours sleep, but the sleep I do get, I want it to be good sleep and the proper sleep and magical sleep. So did you know that the way your bed faces affects your sleep and affects everything about it? So I would thought I would tell you about that. Okay. 
And besides, in a lot of in a lot of things like in feng shui, sometimes things aren't fixable. In my pagan, in magic, and witchcraft, everything's fixable if your bed is the wrong direction. And I will give you that. So, but let me tell you about. So you got to get your compass out, get your cell phone with your compass. So if your head of your bed is facing north. A lot of people like that. That will increase your stability, your calmness, your prosperity, quick recuperation from illness. And some people think it's just the ideal direction because who doesn't want calmness, stability, quick healing from things? So if that's what you're looking for, put the head of your bed to the north. The East now, the East has long been associated with religion and spirituality. It's also a point of intelligence and sharp thinking. So if you're working on your spirituality or even your intelligence, right brain, left brain, maybe you want to put your head East. Now, South facing beds, eh, a lot of people don't think that's the best. Facing South in your head, it often adds to weariness. It adds to disease and sometimes it even aggravates insomnia. Um, which, of course, in itself is what causes weariness and disease. So it's it's a little circle there. Um, if you're frequently sick and your bed faces south, just move it if you can. But if you can't move it, all you have to do is put a little bit of mirror on the back of your bed. And guess what? You've just magically, automatically reversed the bed. So instead of facing south, you are now facing north. And north is a great way to face your bed. It's Everything in magic is reflection. Remember, it's not just... This is how it is. There's always an answer and always a solution. So say if your bed is, is facing east and you want west, put the little mirror on the back of the bed. Um, and if you want west, sleeping with your head to the west, that's love, that's spirituality, that's sensitivities of all kind and psychic awareness. Um, for all of you who do have psychic abilities and want to work on that, West is a really, really good way to do it as well. I know they all kind of squish together. Um, but most of you who are listening to this, if you're listening to the witching hour, you're probably working on your spirituality so or your psychic ability or talking to more ghosts because that's what we do. Um, good time for dream magic, whether you know my dream school technique or not, which we've talked about here and we will talk about again. Um, dream magic is really good with your head pointing west. Again, some people think it's perfect location. It's really good for artists and creative folks. Now, I'm sure you're sitting here looking at your bedroom right now going west, east, north, south, west, east, north, south. So again, you're going to go, but my bed is northeast or southwest. Yeah, that happens, and that's okay. Just take some of the attributes of east, of each. Just like if you're working a compass, if you're working compass magic, when we work the north, the earth, and the south, the fire, and all of a sudden, if it's northeast, it's earthy air, or you know, it's 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 fiery air, or it's watery fire. It it, it all works together. So no bed is. I mean, some beds are directly, but there's a good chance that your bed is not an exact direction. So just meld them together the best you can. And remember, a mirror on the back will flip it. Now, if you want some protection while you sleep, other than all the things I usually talk about, like the Helm of Awe sigil and things like that, um, another great way for protection is just to put a knife under your bed. And I don't really mean to go stab people if they come in and get you. I guess it would work for that too. But put it under the bed or between the mattress. Now, if you have little kids and stuff and toddlers, I would do way between the mattress. But there's something magical and it's always been known as, as providing magic. And then I guess you do have a knife under your bed. Um, also, um, another way is putting a broom under your bed. I don't know why, but a ma magic broom, a broom, any broom is a besom. It's, it's, 
it, it travels you through the realms. So just laying a broom beneath the bed is really good. Or a holy stone. Do you know what a hagstone is? It's a rock, any kind of a rock that has a hole in it naturally, whether naturally or some animal made it along the way. Holy stones are really protective. So find a holy stone or a hagstone, lay a broom, lay a knife, do a helm of awe sigil, but know that you are protected. And then figure out where to put your head. Or just keep moving it around. You will be amazed, I promise. If you actually have the opportunity to have that, you can move your bed around, which a lot of homes don't, a lot of rooms don't. There's one place for the bed. Whoever designed that room, there's one place for the bed because there's a closet and there's the door and everything else. But if you can move it around, move it around and you will see your dream life changes, your sleep life changes, and then figure out which one you like the best. Another place, one more thing for a mirror, another thing for protection. And I'm not talking on the back of this like thing, putting a little mirror on the front of your bed, either by the footboard if you have one or the front of the headboard. That also is a really good way to um, reflect, take away any bad energy coming your way in the night. Whether any spirits show up, it just reflects it right back. Just like my mirror spell that we've talked about, it bounces things off. So mirror on the front of the bed, mirror on the back of the bed. And if you're wild and crazy, put a mirror on the ceiling. That's it for today's magic. Okay, so without further ado, this beautiful book, it is a beautiful book, Tarot by the Moon. Let me introduce you to this week's guest, the author, Victoria Constantino. Welcome, Victoria. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Great. So again, all these beautiful stuff and editing and publishing and business things. How did you get into this witchy, magical, tarot-y moon world? That's that's my true side, <laughs> I would say. You know, the rest is just like, you know, work and career and all of that. But, you know, I I think that I came into that, um, you know, knowing and understanding of, of my truth when I was about 11 or so. Um, and I would I, I had what I would call an awakening. So it was just a very powerful experience that helped me to understand who I was. And I've spent um, all of the time since really searching for more meaning, um, more understanding and, and to understand myself better. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So I, myself, I'm very much a moon girl. I'm moon magic. I'm ruled by the moon and everything that I do. And I'm a tarot reader. I'm a tarot practitioner. Um, but I have never, ever combined them as such. I mean, other than how you bring the moon into tarot and things like that. But tell us a little bit about this beautiful book, Tarot by the Moon. Yeah. So that book was actually channeled. And, you know, it, it came from a time when I knew that there was something uh, that was ready to come forth, something that I was going to write. And, you know, I spoke with a medium and they said, oh, you know, you have all of these books you're going to write. And, you know, time went by and I thought, well, where are the books? I haven't had any ideas. And, you know, I just really, uh, I guess, you know, got serious about it and said, okay, you know, universe, higher self, you know, folks, let me know, you know, what is this? And so, you know, I sat and really just focused on it. And the idea came to me for this book and it came via the title. So I actually just got the title and I thought, wow, what a, what a cool idea. What a neat, you know, combination. What would that look like in practice? And so, you know, my job then was to set about uh, figuring that out and putting something together and structuring it in a way that that makes sense. That's beautiful. So what it looks like, for those who don't know, it's chapter by chapter by the month, mostly. And then you go, you go into things, spreads for that month, right? Spells and rituals for that month and then tips for that month. So which I think that is great. So now are your are your 
um, spells and rituals uh, attaching to tarot themselves, or are they just relating to the moon of that month? Yeah, a little bit of both, actually, um, and that's a great question. So, you know, when, when I did this, I set it up um, one chapter for every full moon, so every month has its own chapter. So, you know, like uh, the warm moon for March, for example, and so what I did was I just tuned into the energies of that moon, you know, without any astrological signs, because a lot of times when we think about, you know, the meanings a full moon might have, we might say, oh, it's a full moon in Virgo. You know, what does that mean right now? What influences could it have? You know, what planetary alignments are there? at the time. And so, you know, I had to kind of filter it down without all of that. And so that was a challenge and it was really interesting and fun. Um, so I kind of tuned into the energies of, you know, but I was writing like in the, in the summer. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. Um, and, you know, in the spring as well, you know, writing about October and March. Um, but, you know, it's just, you know, kind of getting into that feeling place and, you know, saying, okay, you know, what, what do these energies feel like? You know, what is this moon all about? And so it just came from there. And I let that guide the spreads and spells for every, uh, every month. So that's great. So you would come up with a spread for January because it's a January type spread or whatever. Um, so what are some of the, like a tip, what, what's a tip? Like say, well, since we're in October, we are going to talk about, it's a very important month for many of us. It's it's Halloween, it's Samhain in the pagan. So um, what are some, I'm going to talk more about this too, but what are some of the tips for you that you would suggest? Okay, so I would say, you know, do what feels right. Um, you can also, you know, like if you're really just feeling the vibe of the season, go with that. Um, you know, if, if you're into Halloween and, you know, Samhain and all of that and the, the, the rituals all around that, I would say, you know, follow your heart. Follow where um, you're feeling excited. You know, what what is lighting you up about this season? I would say that, you know, any time. But, you know, this is such a potent time of year, though. Um, you know, I think a lot of people just are... Um, really drawn to the magic of, of Halloween and Samhain and, and all of the rituals around it and, you know, all of the things and it's so exciting and fun. Um, you know, if you feel like doing, you know, some candle magic, by all means do that. Um, you know, that can be as simple as lighting a candle, you know, setting your intention and then lighting it um, and saying, you know, I want this to manifest. You know, you might want to go all out with a full blown ritual, um, you know, with all of the things, the crystals and the herbs and the, you know, I don't know, uh, written uh, incantations and all that sort of thing. But um, I would say just, you know, flow with what you're feeling. Um, I would say, you know, for people who are just starting with this, I think good advice might be to not feel like you're supposed to do any certain thing because, you know, hey, these guys over here are doing that. Or, you know, I, I feel like pressure to do this sort of thing. Just, you know, kind of go with what feels good and see what see what all's out there. So I would say, too, you know, with a caveat, read a lot and, and see what people are doing online. Like there are so many fun and exciting, you know, spells and rituals for this time of year and even tarot spreads that you can use. So I would say, you know, <clears throat> do a little internet research and just kind of see what's out there. Beautiful. So um, with you, before you connected the tarot in the minute, and I really also like what you said that you kept kind of the planetary out of it. You made it the lunar because I do that too. And I thought I was the only person that's like, ah, forget Venus, forget, you know, yes, I use all that as needed, but the purity of the moon in what the moon is, is to me what always is the most powerful. I think that's why I got, I just was so excited by what this is. So for people who don't know, we have a lot of new people. We have a lot of you know, old experienced people too. So what, tell, explain a little bit about moons and how moons mean to you, moon cycles or how you use them themselves versus the month to month. Yeah, definitely. So 
um, for a moon cycle, if you're doing work, um, ritual work with the moon cycles, um, I would say, you know, think of it like this. I always tell people, um, I think of the dark moon or the new moon, um, like the fertile soil in which you would plant a seed. You're setting your intentions on the new moon and then it grows and grows as the moon waxes and it becomes full. It's like a pregnant, um, you know, it's like a pregnancy. It's, it's ready, you know, it's ready to be delivered. So your intention is growing during the moon cycle and then it's ready on the full moon. And the full moon is where we tend to, you know, uh, reap what we've sown. Um, so, you know, if you're doing it that way, um, you can also, I guess you can look at it another way too, um, looking at the, uh, the moon itself and the energy of that moon. Um, in the season as well. So, you know, if you're in June, you're in the middle of summer and, you know, you have uh, the strawberry moon uh, that comes in the in the summer and you can think, okay, this is a time to harvest the sweetness, you know, of life or just enjoy life, you know, let, you know, let's let loose a little, let's live a little, let's, um, you know, see what we can do to bring that into ritual and magic and spell work that we're doing. Um, you know, maybe I want to manifest something that's fun or, you know, try to like work on going on, on a vacation or something like that. So um, I think there's so many ways um, you can work with the moon and with the phases of the moon, you can get really creative and it's such a fun and exciting thing. Um, and there's no, the beauty of it is that there's no wrong way to do any of this. It's just completely, you know, if you have an idea, man, run with it. You know, if it feels good, if it sounds exciting, do it. <laughs> good. There I like ones. that. Um, okay. So let's talk about, we are in October. We are, um, what's some of your tips for this month for an October moon? What is, what is our moon this month? What are we yeah. So um, this this month, I think, you know, you can focus on ancestral stuff. So any, you know, like connection to ancestors, because, you know, we're in the time of year where the veil is thin. And, you know, on a dark moon, that's that's a time to really do. That's where there's no no light. It's not new yet. Um, it's just, you know, waned. It's come off of completely off of the light uh, phase and it's totally dark. And so that's a good time to do um, things like that. Um, we just had a dark moon that passed, but, you know, Halloween actually, or Samhain actually falls in the end of the month. So you can actually capture that next dark moon phase and still kind of have the energy um, that we have at this time of year. I feel others might feel differently, um, but I think that you can do that. But, you know, connection, psychic uh, development and connection with, um, you know, ancestors, um, with the dead, anything like that, you can do that on the dark moon. Um, and so, you know, this month, um, it's just perfect. I think it's, it's so perfect for doing manifestation, you know, around things that you want uh, to see any month, any full moon really is, but this month, especially to me, it feels so, so potent. Um, maybe that's because I was like, born in November. I don't know why, but you know, this, this time of year is just so powerful to me. Um, and I think a lot of people feel that way. So I would just say, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's always my advice too. Yeah, yeah, no, it is a powerful month to me. I mean, Belize, I mean, the veil is thinnest between the worlds. It is the time it goes into the new year, the pagan new year and thing. I was born in October, so October. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> um, so, uh, so would you, I, I would love, and I have honestly, all the years I've been doing this show, I have never had anybody pull cards or anything on this show. Would you like to pull, do a spread for my readers for this Halloween or this Samhain or this October? Oh, I'd absolutely love to. I just happen to I'm, have a deck. Yay! <laughs> right You're magic. Yeah. <laughs> I just manifested it. Manifestation <laughs> works. Yeah, it does. That it does. So I'm gonna okay, so I'm gonna pull a card for October. And you said spread, so I'm gonna draw a few here. Whatever so. you, you know, yeah. Whatever so feels I'm, best to you. <laughs> all right. 
we have oh okay the queen of wands the queen of wands to me is is a woman in her power you know she the wands are all about the will and manifestation so the queen of wands um tells us you know if this is a, a card for october um, it says, you know, you're supported in your manifestations and, and you've got this, you know, whatever it is that you're working on, um, it's, it's going to be powerful. It's going to be potent. You have these energies, um, supporting you. They're, they're really super powerful. Um, so that's one. And I'm going to just draw a general, uh, card for the collective, for the readers who are, I'm sorry, the viewers who are seeing this one has fallen on the floor. And I'm not going to grab it. I think it's the page of swords. So um, learning, um, yeah, that's like mental growth and development, learning, um, growth. And if we're talking about, you know, this subject that we're on now, so if we're thinking about, you know, spiritual development or, um, you know, your practice and growing your practice. And it's it's all about the page of swords is all about learning more. So what books can uh, can you get that will help you along your spiritual practice? Um, so it's all about learning and growth. So I feel like, you know, this this month especially is such a great opportunity uh, for all of us to kind of see, okay, you know, what is it I've always wanted to learn more about and, and sort of go in that direction. That's beautiful. Okay. So you're in your power and learn something. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so how did you, so you said you were, you, you, this was channeled, you were guided. So what are some of the different spreads you've, they're beautiful. I'm looking at, I, I mean, people probably can't see, but, or maybe they, well, some people can see and some people are just audio. So, but you've come up with some beautiful, they almost look like sigils or symbols, some of your spreads. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun to do. Um, you know, I just, I was always, I just always see like a lot of spreads that kind of look so similar and they're just cards side by side. And I thought, how can we make this fun and new and fresh and creative? And so, you know, that's, that was born from that. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, for my people, um, in day to day, we've been living in a crazy world. We know that the last couple. Yeah, I mean beyond that, we it's it's a lot of people are things are off balance. There's a lot of fear based and things like that. How can how would how do you suggest for people to get that balance back, or whether it's working with the moon or working with tarot and the moon? Because um, this whole show is really about empowering people and just giving people ideas and things that they can just like, oh, wow, I can do that. And I could be a little happier or a little bit more in charge or a little bit more something. Yeah, definitely. Um, yes. So I think, you know, we always need to set boundaries. Um, that's first and foremost, such an important thing. And as a matter of fact, I didn't mention it, but one of the cards that fell out was the seven of swords. And so that's all about, you know, like sneakiness or theft and deception. And it's, you know, that could be to, to me, I'm, I'm thinking that we're being asked to really set boundaries and guard ourselves. And that's not only in our physical day-to-day -day lives, like someone who, you know, might um, overstep on your boundaries and, and try to, you know, whatever it is, manipulate or control or deceive, um, watch for that and protect yourself energetically because the energetic, it starts with the energy, um, the protection um, that you set. So you're setting an energetic boundary around yourself. You can do this through so many ways. Um, one way I love to do this is through visualizing myself in, um, you know, just a sphere of white light that surrounds me completely on all sides. And, you know, different people have may have different preferences for how to do that, but that's, that's my go-to and it's easy and it works. Um, and so over time, if you do this, you know, every day, um, it really builds it. And, and you also um, improve your uh, power visualization. And so you're really seeing it in your mind's eye. 
um, you know, this protection around you. So I would say start there. <laughs> um, regaining balance. This is also a good uh, time of year as is any time of year, but this this time especially, I think, um, for really taking a hard look at what isn't serving you. And that can mean, you know, a job, career, relationships, um, anything like that. Um, you know, or maybe it's just, um, you know, you've, you've been in a rut or something like that. So I would say, you know, find what feels off balance, you know, and listen to your emotions. You know, how do you feel? Um, if something is making you feel like you dread doing it or something, or, you know, you dread going to do this thing, um, that's a great indicator. That might be something that's off balance in your life and really not serving you. And then that's something that you might want to work on and say, okay, um, it starts with setting an intention, you know, so you can set an intention and say, okay, I, you know, I'm not feeling good about this. I want to change it. And here's where I want to go. I can shift it um, through my intention. So I'm going to set the intention now and be really clear. So intention setting is is great this month. Um, so I would say, you know, write it down, journal if you like to journal. Um, it doesn't have to be fancy. No one has to read it. Um, you can write it down on a piece of paper, um, burn it and send it out into the universe and say, blessed be, it is so, it is done. And then just, you know, expect it, you know. That is good. So um, are you pretty aware, do you do anything? Other, I know you do rituals and you do tarot and things like that by moon cycles. Do you do like day-to-day -day life and things like, okay, it's waxing moon, we're doing adding things and it's waning. Do you do that? Because I know when I do that and choose to do that, it's, it's so effective. <laughs> it is effective. And, and yeah, I do because um, you can really, you know, there are cheats and there's a cheat in my book and I'm not going to say what it is because I want everyone who's watching this ah, to listen to ah, it by the tease. book. <laughs> tease. And there's a cheat in there that lets you do anything at any time. But generally, um, you know, you want to work with the moon uh, energy or with whatever energy, say you're focused on a, a planet and you're working with that planet's energy. Well, you know, that it's like that with the moon too. So you want to work with it, um, not against it. It's like if you're working against it, say you're trying to manifest something and build and grow something on a in a waning moon phase, um, that's when the light is decreasing and you're trying to build something. So you're countering that. It's like swimming upstream. You know, if you've ever been in a river with a powerful current that's just carrying you along, if you ever tried to swim against that, um, it's kind of like that. And so, you know, again, there's a cheat, but it's always better. And like you said, more effective when we work with those phases. And the waning moon phase, I think, is sometimes underrated because, you know, that's a great time for letting go of stuff, for clearing, you know, just releasing. And, you know, I don't want this, you know, this is gone, you know, whether it's health related or whatever it is. Um, you can release it during that time. And when it's, um, you know, waxing and growing um, when it's new, you know, beginning when it's new, um, then you start uh, working on things you want to build and grow. Yeah. No, I do a lot for the waning moon to go on diets, time for people to quit smoking, exactly. not worry so much. There's a million things that I, I'm going to wait till the waning and start lose that five pounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, you also have a chapter on the blue moon. I do. Tell the people about chapter. that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I love blue moons because they're rare. You know, they come around maybe every one and a half, two-ish years or so. And they just, you know, I, I think that's an opportunity for us to really do something and work on some powerful manifestations. You know, we can do that again. We can do that at any time. But the blue moon has some really special potent energy that we can work with and use to our benefit. So, you know, if there's something 
um, really, you know, that you consider like hard to get or challenging or, or big, you know, like, uh, I don't know what it would be, you know, depends on like a house, if you want to buy that, um, you know, you want to go to school or something like that, you know, you can do that during the blue moon. And I feel like that's so supported. But, you know, it's a longer haul, too, because, you know, you're, you're thinking of it from one blue moon phase to the next. You can think of it this way. doesn't have to be. It kind of depends on what you're working on. But watch as those efforts, you know, you set the intentions on the blue moon. You know, I want this huge thing. Um, and watch as your efforts just kind of um, snowball and build that momentum so things just gradually you're seeing this thing come into being. Because if something takes a lot of energy to create um, you know, like, uh, you know, say you want to meet the love of your life or get married. Um, that's not a simple, you know, thing. It can take time. You know, maybe you have to be in the right place to meet them and, or vice versa. They have to be in the right place. And, um, you know, so it's something you can kind of set that intention and just say, okay, I know this is coming. Um, you know, when you get guided action steps, you know, when you feel like, okay, you know what, I feel like I should do this thing. I don't really know why follow that because it could be a step closer to reaching that, you know, those goals and intentions that you have. It's beautiful. And I'm sure most people know that, but what a blue moon is, is a second blue moon in one month. Just for anybody who's going, but what is a blue moon? Because I didn't know that my whole life. I must say, I just, you hear about a blue moon. I know the music to a blue moon. I can sing the song blue moon. But it, I was a definite adult by the time I actually knew what it was. It's the second um, full moon. Do you know, do we have any blue moons this month? I'm not even remembering. Did, I mean, not this month. I mean, this year in 2021. You know what? That's a great question. I should have looked and I have it. Ah, so I'm not sure it's okay. our next blue moon. <laughs> we'll, ha we'll have our people go look it up themselves. Find yeah. your blue moon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I love that, the, that that you see this book is channeled and you went you started out with a title and working backwards to it. Um, what are some of the uh, what? I see you have a good luck talisman here. You have hidden treasure. I mean, it's just, they're just the chapters and the things themselves are great. Um, what's some examples, again, of like daily, well, either rituals or spell working that you could incorporate into your day-to-day -day life or regular life that can just really help people along the way? Yeah, definitely. There's so much you can do. Um, I love candle magic personally. I love it so much because it's just so simple and it's effective. I've had some amazing things happen for me just from lighting a candle and setting the intention. Um, and so, you know, um, I love incense too. It's just so pretty. And, you know, it's effective too, because if you think of different kinds of incense, like um, pine, for example, um, you know, the evergreens, they can help us with um, manifestation of abundance. Um, cinnamon is great for that too. So you can get different um, types of incense and they all serve a somewhat different purpose um, because it's made with, you know, plant magic is so powerful and herb magic. Um, it's just, it's potent. And I think that's another thing that's sometimes underrated. People don't realize how powerful it is. They think, oh, it's just plants. They're everywhere. <laughs> it's really powerful. Um, and so, you know, you have incense and it's usually made, you know, with those sorts of things or essential oils. Um, those are all uh, plant extracts. And so I would say, you know, find a really good quality incense. Um, that aligns with kind of what you're working on manifesting. So you kind of want to look at the meanings. Um, like, for example, if you had pine incense, um, you would want to look up what pine is all about in the metaphysical way, in a spiritual way. What are the properties of it? Um, before you say, you know, I'm going to add this to my, you know, my ritual I'm going to do, um, you just you want to make sure it aligns and it's not countering the effects that you're, you're intending to have. Right. That's beautiful. Yeah. Plant. I mean, that's one of those like born in me. I would be in my little backyard 
picking rosemary and picking mint and stuffing it in my mom's wallet and doing things knowing that these attributes that it would have this will bring money and this will do that so yeah i'm i'm a big very much natural elemental very earth-based girl and things again i guess that's why i'm so moon oriented it's great um so what would Protection. Again, I know we talked a little bit about protection. So when would you do like protection spells or would that be, how would you do a moon cycle? Do you ever do anything like that's a full moon cycle? Like, because I, I actually do work. We're, we're starting it here. We're building it and we're going through a whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a phenomenal idea. Um, I'm a big proponent of daily protection, <laughs> you know, because I think it's so important because we all face so much, right? It's, you know, all these AI technologies and people and, you know, media and um, all of this. And, you know, when we go anywhere in a public place, um, we're surrounded by, you know, it, it's a wild card. We don't know who's going to be there and what kind of energy they're projecting onto others, what we're going to walk through. Um, you know, you, you can pick up things from everywhere. And so, you know, I think it's super important to just do a daily, you know, uh, like protection, um, visualization or however you want to do it. Um, from one moon cycle, um, you know, to the next, I think um, you can do something that's maybe a little more uh, potent and maybe more permanent too. Um, so, you know, it's just setting intentions. Um, so whatever, you know, we're, we're powerful creators, so we can set any intention, you know, and it'll come about if we, as long as we believe it and we're not blocking it uh, with our beliefs. Um, you know, it's just, um, I think, you know, the vibration that you hold. So if you can, you know, do this, um, this bigger um, protection and know that, you know, it's going to stay, it's going to be strong and it's going to protect you. Um, you know, just believing that is going to go a long way because our, our beliefs are so powerful. Um, so it's everything. Yeah. Our intention, yeah. our beliefs is everything. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned, uh, um, you know, in technology and things. And, and if you have a spell that can keep my Instagram from getting hacked. Oh, man. <laughs> um, you know, and it's so funny because I, I mean, this is my life too. Magic is a part of my life. This belief system is part of my life and everything I do. But I must say, you just hit a, you hit me on the head with a hammer going, how come I did not go magical with that? I'm just all grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. And you try to hire people who get your Instagram back. I did not do one spell working for that. I, I did not. I was like, oh, bet on me. Because again, I, for some reason, and it is a part of my waking life, my sleeping life and everything I do. So thank you for hitting me on the head with a hammer going, look at that. I guess I will find up something for my Instagram. <laughs> I'll write you a spell. <laughs> Please do. I'll do it. Thank you. Bert. Sorry. Noises. It's ghosts. <laughs> So anyway, well, you are delightful. I can't wait to see what do you know what your next book is yet, or you can't talk about it. I can't talk about it, but it is in progress, and I'm so excited about it. I'm just, you know, in that in the beginning phases, I guess the honeymoon period where I'm just so in love with the idea. But when you write a book, I don't think you're ever not in love with the idea. <laughs> you have to shepherd it through all the way. <laughs> I know when you started the conversation, you said books. You said very plural about books and what you're stepping into. Yeah. Um, so we can't wait to see the next one. So tell everybody where they can reach you, where they can find you, where can they get your book, where can they find you online, social media, all those beautiful things that people can hack. No, forget that. <laughs> yeah. I'm silly today. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
yeah. Um, they can find my book anywhere, um, you know, uh, major, I guess, major book, uh, relay, retailers and online retailers. They can get it from, you know, um, all of the major ones and from Llewellyn.com. And that's my publisher. They can also find me um, on Instagram at Victoria.Constantino.author. And I have another Instagram account just for this book, which is tarot by the moon, all separated by underscore. So it's tarot underscore by underscore the underscore moon. Um, and then uh, let's see, Facebook, Victoria Constantino author. And my website is victoriaconstantino.com. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I can't wait to check them out. And I can't wait to go deeper into the book. So everybody, you guys know I'm a tarot person. You guys know I'm a moon person. This beautiful lady combined them all in a really, really great way. So look at that. I just opened it, turning chaos into order. Who doesn't need to do that? Who doesn't need to do that? Celebrating the beauty of inner wisdom. I, I could just sit here and do bibliomancia right here on the book. So thank you so much, Victoria, for coming on. Um, I can't wait to do it again. And thank you, thank you for visiting The Witching Hour.